Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no ads, no data selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated financial personal app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. Earners, what's up? Look, as an entrepreneur, the dream is to earn a living doing what you love. But let's face it, turning that dream into reality is no small feat. That's where Kajabi steps in, transforming challenges into opportunities. I've been there, juggling every aspect of my business, wishing for a simpler way to diversify revenue and grow my brand. Then Kajabi changed the game. It's an all-in-one platform that empowered me to not just build, but thrive. With Kajabi, creating online courses, membership sites, and more became not just possible, but easy. And the best part? I kept 100% of what I earned, thanks to Kajabi's no-commission policy. But Kajabi isn't just about tools. It's about building a profitable business with the support of robust analytics, easy payment options, and customizable templates, all without needing a huge team or audience. Join me and thousands of entrepreneurs making six or seven figures on Kajabi, regardless of your audience size. If you're ready to turn your passion into profit, Kajabi is your next step to success. So what are you waiting for? Build, grow, and keep what you earn with Kajabi. Start your journey today. And right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash earn. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash earn. Kajabi.com slash earn. And join the entrepreneurs and creators who've made over $6 billion. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. So let's get into it. First question is, yeah, let's talk about that. $3.4 million number, um, American Dream and... uh yeah, can you um, give us some more, you know, details on that? 
Sure, absolutely. So we're always looking at what people are looking for on Investopedia. And when we come to the end of the year, we look at the terms that pop the most. What were people searching for the most, either at one distinct period of time or what definition or term had the most consistent search? And American Dream was our top term of the year. People were looking for that throughout mm -hmm. the year. So we got into that a little bit. Why were people looking up the American dream? And we, the more we looked, the more we understood that it felt like it was out of reach for a lot of people, especially young people who feel like they're not going to be able to have a good a financial life as their parents. They're not going to be able to do better than their parents. They may not ever be able to buy a home given mortgage rates, given the high price of housing these days. So we got into it a little bit more and we said, why don't we actually put a number on it? What would it cost today if you wanted to build the so-called dream and to be completely candid my dream and your dream are very different and the dream of everybody listening is very different but a reasonable expectation to build a family raise a family have a couple of kids send them to school for a couple of years have a couple of pets that live 15 years on average each own five to six used cars over your lifetime pay for health insurance the cost of raising a kid having a little bit of money three quarters of a million bucks set aside for 10 years of retirement when we totaled that up it came to 3.4 million dollars again your dream and my dream are different but these are reasonable expectations for raising a family today in this country and that does include buying a home not everybody wants to buy a home but if you wanted to and that was kind of what the dream was purported to be right being able to do whatever you wanted to do in this country no matter who you are that's the the purpose of the dream the american dream was actually coined in 1931 uh by an author in a book called Epic of America, James Truslow Adams. He wrote mm. about the American dream in the depths of the depression when he was talking about dream of a, a dream of a land in which life should be better, richer, and fuller for everyone with opportunity for each according to ability or achievement. Well, the financial services industry over the last 30 years turned that into owning a home, having retirement assets, being able to afford a college education for your family, being able to afford insurance, healthcare, and all those things. So just taking the reasonable expectations for what that is today, that's $3.4 million. But the problem, guys, is if you take the median income over a lifetime of earning, you get to about $2.3 million. So there's a million plus dollar gap between what people are actually earning and what it costs to have those reasonable expectations to raise a family today. So what would be being that the average American is going to earn less than um, 3.4 million, right? Um, what would be the suggestion? Like, what's the the outcome of this study? So one thing is like, okay, you got, and actually I asked ChatGBT and they said that uh, is what they, they actually put it at 1.7 million for average person. Um, but just inflation. So the, the first thing I would say is uh, obviously it, it would pay to, to be in a, in a two income household because then that 1.7 turns to 3.2 and no, 1.7. Yeah, right. 3.2. No. 3.4. 3.4. Yeah. So that will put you right there, actually, um, if you're married, um, according to ChatGPT. But uh, for people that are not in that category and, and um, are not on pace to earn that much money in their life's span what's the, what's the takeaway what, what what can they do to actually improve their situation to meet that challenge they, they should invest right how do you fill the gap where's that 1.1 million dollars or whatever you're missing going to come from it comes from growing your money right it comes from investing that's one way of doing it or changing the framework of your dream maybe you never wanted to own a home maybe that's not important to you Maybe you don't drive. Maybe you don't have a kid or you don't want to raise a family. But if you want to have those 
reasonable expectations for raising a family today, you're going to get to around that number. But you can change the numbers any which way depending on your lifestyle. But let's just say that is that 3.4 million and you're far away from it. Investing is a way to fill the gap. Making your money work for you while you're working is the way to make sure that you're getting to that number or beyond that number so you can leave live even a little bit more comfortably. That's the point of this program, right? That's the point of yeah. what you guys are doing, helping people build wealth, helping them find different pathways to build wealth over a lifetime. That's what we believe in, and I think that's the answer. And plus, with the rate of inflation going up so high, it's going to be a mistake in 10 or 15 years if you don't own a home. So I know there's a big uh, agenda for people to not own, but you have to invest for the long term. And you definitely have to look towards owning a home because if not, I think the prices will probably double in the next 10 years. Yep. You own a home or own real estate properties that produce yep. income for you. You have to have ways of producing money for you outside of your normal occupation. There's two ways to look at it, right? When you work, that's your labor. Those are your labor dollars that sustain you. But to put your money to work while you're working, get those two things going at the same time, that's how you generate wealth over the long term. And that's how you build generational wealth. But a lot of people just don't learn that, which is why I'm so impressed with what you guys are doing. You've been teaching people how to do this for a long time. That's the point, right? You have to build your wealth and have your money work for you. Yeah. So in order to get to, to this 3.4, there's obviously things you said like investing. But I, I wonder when you look at the search, the results from your searches, did anything stand out to you, right? Because if I'm looking, I'm looking at your top ten. Number ten was racketeering, which is pretty interesting. <laughs> number, number nine, assumable mortgages. Uh, number eight, bricks, which we've spoken about. Number seven, yeah. treasury bill. Number six, debt ceiling. Uh, five, inverted inverted yield curve. Number four, uh, certificate of deposit. Uh, number three, artificial intelligence, which I probably thought would be number one. Uh, number two, bank failures, and, and like you said, the American dream. So as we're searching for these things, what, what's what's staring out to you guys as a company saying, all right, well, we got to feed more information. We got to figure out why people are looking at these things. What, what was glaring to you as you got those results coming back? Yeah. Artificial intelligence was actually our reader's pick for term of the year, and it makes a lot of sense. Not only was it a huge investing theme, note NVIDIA, note a lot of the AI-related stocks that had enormous outperformance this year, but AI touched every single industry that we pretty much encounter, right? It was behind the writer and uh, the writer and actor strike in Hollywood. It was behind a lot of what's going on in the auto industry in terms of what that's going to turn into over the next few years. You just mentioned chat GPT when you asked it how much it would cost to, uh, you know, how much a, a dual family would earn over a lifetime. So it's involved in everything that we're involved with today. And I think it's going to be a dominant theme going forward. So we have to do a lot more content around that, not just as an investing theme, but what does it mean for industries? What does it mean for the future of productivity in this country and around the world? But when you look at other things like bank failures, well, those popped yeah. because we were having bank failures in the spring. Banks were supposed to be boring, but they were anything but boring earlier on this year when they were failing and the Treasury and FDIC were seizing them, but also taking extraordinary measures to bail out uh, customers of banks, right? The FDIC only guarantees, and we did a show on this with you guys when this was happening back in last spring, only supposed to cover you for 250000 Well, the Treasury Department said, we're going to cover you way beyond that. So that was really interesting. Um, we've been in an inverted yield curve in one form or another all year, and that yes. usually precedes a recession. We've been kind of waiting for a recession now for about 15, 16 months. Not saying we won't have one, but the fact that this the, the dynamics have changed, right? If we had an inverted yield curve five, 10 years ago, we would have had a recession like the next minute. But yeah. things are really different these days. So we had to get into more of that. And also... The assumable mortgage, that really stood out to us. Why? Because 
this is a way if I want to buy your house, Ian, I, you just transfer your mortgage to me instead of me going out and getting an 8% mortgage. It's a unique way of doing uh, transferring a mortgage mm. and actually selling a house to another person. This was popping for us because people were looking for ways to actually own a home, be able to buy a home for the first time. So that's why this term was popping. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.